0: Welcome to the Social Feed Podcast. I'm your host, Missy, and we are coming at you from the Hubbard Broadcasting Studios here in the Twin Cities. Thank you for listening. This week is episode 47 on talking about cha-cha-cha changes the latest on Google Ads.
1: <laughs> <That's stupid. laughs> no, I like it. I like it.
0: Today, we have our guest with us, Jaina Anderson, back again. Hey, guys. Jada is one of our senior social media strategists here, but she was recently promoted to senior digital sales strategist, where she's going to be traveling across the country to all of our other Hubbard markets and essentially training our teams there about social media and all things digital.
2: Yes, that's happening this fall. I'm super, super excited. Yes, it's going to be awesome.
0: And we also have with us, new to the podcast, is Sam O'Byrne, our digital brand strategist here at Hubbard.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: Sam has worked on um, a lot of different accounts um, at past organizations such as United Healthcare, Cargill, and Deloitte. He's done everything from public, public awareness campaigns with the U of M, um, from the Department of Agriculture and the Department of Human Resources, all the way down to mom and pop donut shops. Um, so let's get into this week's episode number forty-seven: the latest on Google Ads.
2: Using social media.
0: What works, what's new, advice, trends, and insight.
1: From the creative team at Hubbard Interactive, it's the social feed.
0: So to start, this is a really kind of big topic we're talking about today. Um, a lot of people um, listening heard hers talk about, you know, Facebook advertising and Pinterest advertising and, and content creation. Um, this is a whole other ballgame. So with Google AdWords, what we're going to focus on, can you guys kind of talk about like just an overview of what, what that
2: means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you um, bet. Yeah. I, I I mean, in a nutshell, really, AdWords is Google's paid advertising. Um, so, Sam, mm-hmm. if you want to elaborate on that. Yeah,
1: you bet. Um, so that encompasses their search advertising. So if you're ever in, making a Google search and you see those first couple ads on top or in the bottom or the advertisements in the maps, uh, and it, it incorporates their video advertising through um, both their ad network and through YouTube. So all those little YouTube ads you see. Um, mm-hmm. And then it also incorporates display advertising. So um, if you're out surfing the web and you see those little display ads or banners across the top or the side, a lot of those are, are run from Google. And the Google AdWords um, interface is the way that marketers are able to control those three sections of, of their online advertising.
0: Exactly. Sam and Jana, I'm really going to just <laughs> rely on you guys for this because this is a <laughs> whole new area for me because I'm more on the social media side of things. But what we're going to talk about today is some big announcements that Google made about three weeks ago. One of the big ones just changing how they structure things, but mm-hmm. also going from Google AdWords to now just calling it Google Ads. Yep. Yep. So do you guys want to talk a little bit about the changes that are happening mm-hmm. and what and what you've seen and we'll kind of th- start there?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, these changes that were announced by Google, um, really it's its a combination of two things. One is it's a bit of a rebrand, um, but it's something that they've been moving towards for a long time, really trying to bring as many of their products under smaller umbrellas or under fewer umbrellas as possible and make them as easy to work with for uh, people who aren't everyday marketers. like. The three of us in this room. Um, mm-hmm. So they've they've really brought in a lot of new new functionalities and new features that they've been slowly testing out on us over over the last few years. To right, be honest, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So um, actually, they announced it on June 27th, but it won't officially be implemented until July 24th. So we know um, what we know, and mm-hmm. obviously, with Google and all other things digital and social media, um, it's always changing. So I'm really curious to see how it'll actually. Uh, work once it comes into play, but we Mm -hmm. do know a few things and we can kind of chat about those and some of the changes.
0: So do you want to talk about what some of the changes are and um, how that's going to affect people listening to their, you know, just overall how when they work with the platform? Mm
1: -hmm. You bet. I think uh, my first thought is to say that uh, for those out there who are marketing through Google AdWords or are using these Google products, uh, the sky's not falling. Um, If you don't check in on July 24th or July 25th, uh, your campaigns aren't going to stop running. It's not going to be the end of the world. Uh, Google. does believe that um, campaigns that were previously running will see the almost I- ideally the same results. They're not expecting big changes to currently running campaigns. Um, some of the areas where the changes will come in is the interface is going to be a little bit different for Google Ads. And that's something that they've been um, rolling out for a while now. If you've been in AdWords, uh, there's been a little pop-up message that's been happening for well, really months now about the new um, about the new uh, mm-hmm. interface, telling yep. you you should you should start using it, get used to it. Uh, a lot of advertisers like myself have been uh, hesitant to to jumping on board with that, just because you know you, you change where something is, it makes it a little uh, a little more annoying on that one day, but. Um, They have been rolling this out slowly Um, and the big thing here is that they're introducing some new campaign types Mm -hmm. That'll make it easier for people who aren't everyday marketers to to get on board.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. so um, With you know that said they're still gonna have a lot of the same features So Mm -hmm. the search network display network video that'll all still be available Um, Mm -hmm. It's just the changes Sam was talking about.
1: Yeah, so uh, some of those really come down to um, they're gonna be introducing now smart campaigns so Really leaning heavily on machine learning. Anybody who's been paying attention to Google knows that machine learning and AI is something they've been, yeah, they've been adding about and working <laughs> on for almost every single branch of their company for the last decade. And it's something that um, has we've seen some of uh, in AdWords already. Um, but the big difference here is that uh, they're going to start creating smart campaigns where uh, a small business advertiser—it's going to be actually the default campaign type where um, they can put in their goals for their website, what they want to happen, how much they want to spend, and then uh, Google's bots will actually—the uh, way that they describe it—they'll actually uh, write the ads, create the list of keywords to search for, mm-hmm. um, even eventually um, possibly build the the landing page for the for the business. So um, Google's trying to, to replace people like me with their uh, <laughs> with their <laughs> Yeah, thanks a lot, Google. Google. <laughs> it's totally fine. I, I kind of. This is something that again we've we've seen happening for years. Um, right. As they've been testing out other things like enhanced cost per click or um, yeah. cost per acquisition type campaigns, where um, they were previously already geared towards trying to use machine learning to get the best um, return on investment, and now they're just kind of trying to cut out the middleman for those small businesses that can't afford strategic minds uh, to be brought in.
2: Right. Um, it's super funny, kind of a side note, but not really. It's all relevant because it's mm-hmm. Google related. I was driving um this morning i was listening to my talk and donna and steve were were talking about um products that like were launched and just total fails and one of like the biggest ones is google glass do you guys mm-hmm. remember that <gasps> i of forgot course. about yeah. google glass i <laughs> forgot about
1: I, it i had a pair because i was one of the oh. demo <laughs> yeah, I, I was one oh my of the beta gosh, developers really? for that so it, Still, still have them.
2: <laughs> yeah. I remember being in college, and my professor was like, "Google Glass, it's going to be the next next big thing." Like, mm-hmm. you know, thinking, and then I just never heard about it again. Well, I don't... remember
0: like Snapchat spectacles. Oh, like, yes, that was a thing.
2: Like... That was a thing. Yep. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't think I like you know Sam said maybe they're trying to replace your job, but at the end of the day, there's always going to be something and yep. some changes, and who knows what's next and what works and what doesn't, and that's really this industry and mm-hmm. this digital landscape.
1: Yeah, you always have to be ready to roll with the times. And like I said, you know, about with my peers is maybe 20% of them are kind of pulling their hair out. The rest of us are, you know, rolling with it and understand mm-hmm. that this is the direction we've been going for a while and yep. are excited to be able to leverage these new tools, to be honest.
2: Yeah, I mean, really, it's about efficiency at the end of the day. And Google's just mm-hmm. trying to make everything more efficient for these small business owners, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be faster and, and better and, and that sort of thing. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to see how it all unfolds.
1: Me too. I'm also really excited to see um, how different it is for small campaigns. In the past, um, when we were working with smaller clients, uh, we'd often see that their competitors weren't doing things right or were um, had set up an account but then left it, and they weren't weren't making those little changes that are necessary to have a healthy account. Now that Google might be doing some of that optimization for them, I could really change the competitive landscape for small businesses. And um, to be honest, I'm kind of excited to see that too.
0: Yeah. What are some Mm -hmm. resources that people listening can go to to learn more about these changes? And Mm -hmm. I mean, do they just go into their ads campaign and it's going to be there? Um,
1: That's a really good question. Um, One great place to do it is to um, actually ask Google itself. There are a lot of uh, really good articles out there. Uh, Think with Google, which anybody who's um, been through certification is going to be able to get access to Think with Google. Mm -hmm. And they'll be able to see a lot of that. other than that, I would say looking at the the usual suspects who are who have good information out there, those big blogs like right. Moz, PPC Hero, yep. Ad Espresso, yeah, um, they're all going to have good insights on on how this change is going to affect yeah,
2: businesses. definitely. And just from my perspective, seeing these things, um, especially on the social media end, looking at um, you know Facebook Ads Manager versus now this, you know, we're we're seeing Google Ads. Google Ad Manager, Google Marketing Platform, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you're the one placing these ads and doing it, I would say probably just you kind of learn by just doing. It's mm-hmm. all about you know hands-on. And then, like Sam said, if you're just wanting to know what this is going to do, what this means for your business, go check out those blogs. Go check out mm-hmm. those articles. Google it. I mean, just yep. you'll find information on it. Um, so. Mm-hmm. there's a lot of ways.
1: Yeah. The other option is, um, I know here in Minneapolis, we have a lot of great digital meetups. I'm sure they're occurring in other places, but yeah. finding a meetup that has uh, Google premier certified professionals that go to it or that you can ask questions to, um, there's going to be resources for just about everybody. If you're willing to look for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Google likes to try and be, uh, like I said, the, the big push here is for Google to allow this to be more or easier to use for more people. So they, they don't want this information to be secret. They want people to search, search it out. They want people to, to know as much as possible. Obviously, they, they still don't tell us about the secret sauce. We won't know what the algorithms are that are driving the machine learning because um, <laughs> yeah. they don't want thing to get their hands on that mm-hmm. or whatnot. But uh, they really do want to make this as, as easy as possible.
2: Definitely.
1: Um, yeah, and I'd say some of the other changes, uh, Jana mentioned Google Ad Manager and Google Marketing Platform. Uh, with the Ad Manager, that's really rolling in um, kind of some other Google services that already exist, like DoubleClick. Yep. Um, DoubleClick isn't something that usually small businesses um, really get into. Uh, big publishers will use mm-hmm. DoubleClick. Big, um, larger organizations will often use DoubleClick. So um, if, if you are an organization that has a DoubleClick professional, I'm sure that they're already yeah. on top of this. This isn't something that's going to be too big of a change for them right. or for those larger organizations. Will you explain
0: to those listening who don't know what DoubleClick is what yeah. exactly what it does?
1: Yeah, so uh, DoubleClick is actually, it's another form of um, advertisement through Google's platforms, mm-hmm. uh, primarily uh, display advertisement, um, but specifically um, Google DoubleClick for publishers is um, big on getting uh, information out to publisher sites and things like that, and as well as um, tracking that um, a, a separate way outside of the Google AdWords platform. So Um, It's another way to integrate your marketing. Um, And also larger companies will use it to integrate with things like their Salesforce or Mm -hmm. um, a CRM and track people um, from seeing the ad all the way through completion of a a sale or creation account.
2: Yeah, I learned a lot about DoubleClick when I was in college and I worked for the Minnesota Daily. And I was on their sales team. So we would place a lot of ads through DoubleClick. And I remember coming in, I think I had probably Missy in my interview mentioned that and you're like, Cool. What? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. What does that have to do with social? Um, but uh, yeah, so I have some some experience with that, in which a newspaper publishing um, yeah. that sort of thing. So
1: yeah, and that allows you to also publish on some uh, other areas outside of um, outside of uh, Google's normal ad network, like yeah. their uh, websites. You could also right. do it in, through video games or. Um, yep. uh, yeah, a kind of a whole slew live streams, uh, TV uh, things like that. So there's there are other ways you can publish through DoubleClick, um, which we don't need to get too much in the nitty gritty there, but because <laughs> really the big change from Google is they're kind of just reorganizing the interface on that one. Yeah. Um, the kind of third big change that we're gonna see for that a lot of. A lot of people are going to be affected by is um, kind of Google Marketing Platform becoming that that third umbrella, mm-hmm. um, and that's where they're going to be bringing in um, Analytics three hundred and sixty um, and the DoubleClick advertiser, which is their um, the DoubleClick marketing. I guess, not marketing, reporting portal. Um, So they're going to be really bringing all these reporting portals together and uh, making it so that they're more, I guess, easily interconnected. So if you were uh, marketing across multiple channels, making sure you're tracking that appropriately and doing it as simply as possible. Google wants to have that information passed in the background without... Um, people like us having to put our hands on the keyboard and and force the information to go from one to the other or Or transfer it by you know, downloading in Excel and then uploading it right. or anything like that So um, it's just another way they can integrate those features yeah. together and make them easier to use.
2: Yeah, better for reporting and pulling it. It says here um, That on the platform you can plan by measure and optimize digital media and customer experiences all in one place so mm-hmm. again the efficiency in how we'll be pulling reports and um, buying ads and that sort of thing
1: Yeah um, Speaking of reporting, another big change that they announced is uh, an integration with Google Sheets. Um, yeah. so Google is trying to kind of make sure all of their um, yeah
0: pull everything together. <laughs> pull together, all together. All of their products.
1: Um, eventually, maybe they'll be sending driverless cars to us too, and we mean they know we have to be somewhere. But yeah. um, as they're pulling all these things together, that's really uh, you know. Really, the big focus is trying to make it as seamless as possible. Trying to allow, since Google has all of that information already, trying to make sure that all of its channels can communicate with themselves, and that a business owner or a marketer has um, the ability to con- kind of control that flow of information between the between the products.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you guys see as next steps for when this does get officially rolled out on July twenty fourth? Like, what do you do? You see business owners trying to do this by themselves now? Do you still see them using um, an outside consultant or someone to help them with it? Where do you see it going? Um... Go
2: ahead. Yeah, were, right? What have you going to
1: say? I've, I've always got something to say. Yeah. Um, so I don't see this um, out the gate being something where more, norm, I guess, standard small business owners are just going to be enthralled and are going to jump on board. I know that's what Google wants. But um, the people who know about this are people like us. You know, yeah. The average business owner doesn't, Probably really doesn't even know about this yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think over time, give it a few years, I do think there will be more people running their own campaigns or you know, people running bot run campaigns, um, so to speak, um, and we'll really see how that that works out. In the first few months, we'll see if this is a you know going to be successful. If if they're writing uh, good con, if those bots are creating good content, creating good ads and targeting properly, or right. we'll see that you know within a few months they're going to be writing gibberish ads and nobody's mm-hmm. going to be clicking on them, and Google's going to roll this back real quick. Yeah, um, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see, see which which direction it is, and I have faith it's going to be. Likely successful, um, but you know I I had faith in Google Plus once, so yes, what can you say? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I might not be very. Uh... <laughs> yeah,
2: I think just um, continue to rely on whoever you rely on for digital marketing because mm-hmm. they're going to be the ones that are in the know. Just like us, you know, we're the ones that this is what we're doing. We're diving into it. We're seeing the changes um, right up front, mm-hmm. and. Um, Yeah, just kind of going with it. As usual, digital trends change, and you just have to work with it and see what happens, really.
1: Yeah. If I was a small business owner without a lot of knowledge about this or had not a lot of experience in the past, I wouldn't jump on board right away with these Mm -hmm. smart campaigns on, uh, what, July 24th, is it? Yeah. Um, I'd give it a few months, let people, um, let other businesses um, figure it out. If you are a business that's already running some AdWords campaigns, uh, possibly cut off a small portion of your budget in preparation for this, yeah. run it in one of those smart campaigns and see if you get better results. Mm-hmm. I, I always will recommend cl- companies, um, you know, continue to split test their ads and make mm-hmm. sure that they're getting the best return on their investment. And this might be a way to to boost that up.
2: Yeah, at the end end of the day, it's really about testing. No matter what mm-hmm. kind of marketing you're doing, um, you know, placing ads on different platforms is really different for every business and industry, and we've seen that. Um, we obviously have our digital department, we have our social media department, we mm-hmm. do radio. Like, we see what works. So I think with this, too, exactly what Sam said, go test it, see if it works for you. Um, don't put all your eggs in one basket, yeah. but um, try it, you know? Cause the kind of rule of thumb, the unwritten rule really with Google is they're telling you to do something and if they come out with something, they want you to use it and it's probably gonna do better. Same thing with Facebook, same thing with, you know, if they're you know suggesting it, I would probably jump on board.
1: You bet, um, that's, that is one thing, Google does, um in the past, anyways, they they don't say they do it, but they've heavily rewarded early adopters of a lot mm-hmm. of their programs. Those who have been um, advertising through Maps are, are are seeing some big increases. Those who are early adopters of advertising through YouTube video, we're seeing really strong results um, at a very low cost. So as they roll out these new products, they really want to make them cost effective for people to try and get them to continue using them. So um, I wouldn't it wouldn't be surprising if in this the first year or so that these come out, we do see that the results are slightly inflated a little bit by Google. Mm-hmm. So if you can get on that bandwagon, you know, all the more power to you. Take
0: advantage of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that I, when I'm reading this article um, more about this too that's interesting is that um, with this new tool, you can it, it mentions you can now target users with the same detail that you can on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So do you think that part of Google rolling this out is to compete with Facebook as well?
1: You bet. Um, I, think, yeah. I think it's Always. not only to compete with Facebook. Um, I think the other uh, big the big changes that they're making here are uh, Google had for a long, long, long time, and they still they still make way more money. But uh, they were their ads were destroying you know Bing and Yahoo, um, and a lot of people weren't even willing to invest there. Uh, over the last couple of years, though, with the merger of Bing ads with Yahoo, mm-hmm. um, they're... There's actually far more people going to spend money on Bing and Yahoo, yeah. even though it's a smaller search volume than than they get on Google because they're seeing better returns on their investment. Yeah. Google's trying to keep up with everyone right. and, and trying to stay ahead.
2: Yeah, and like Bing and Yahoo, they're doing some pretty cool stuff right now. Um, mm-hmm. With that, you know, this AI, like artificial intelligence, is just sweeping the nation as far as this and I was at the Minnesota Search Summit and Mm -hmm. I sat in on a Bing session not even knowing that it was um, you know somebody from Microsoft there. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah you just they're trying to keep up with everything and then even just some of the the terms like Google Ad Manager I mean instantly Mm -hmm. my brain went to Facebook Ads Manager. That's literally Mm -hmm. what I thought too. And as Uh a social media marketer I'm thinking oh great that's obvious like that's awesome because it might be easier for me then because it's all kind of the same, but I don't know what that'll look like, but I did notice that same thing.
1: Yeah. You know, just like, uh, speaking of the same thing, Bing ads manager, it's, it's Bing ads. And before it was Azure, but Azure dot Bing, A-Z-U-R-E. So they just recently rebranded to Bing ads about a year yep, ago. Now yep. all of a sudden Google is rebranding to Google right. ads. It's all about um, keeping
2: up with each other. <laughs>
1: yeah. So it, even though, <laughs> um, I don't get me wrong, I'm not on here saying that Bing or Yahoo are competitors or competitors. <laughs> Equal competitors to Google, right, right. but um, no. they are trying to stay ahead of the curve and and capitalize on some of the successes of their competitors.
0: Um, that's a great thing to talk about as well because we're really focused on obviously the changes with Google going on because mm-hmm. um, that's that's the big player. But with Yahoo and Bing, do you guys see? You know, when you mentioned about the conversions, um, what do you see people doing now? Do you when you rec- would you recommend doing a little bit on each channel?
1: Uh, that's actually a really good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I it depends on the. The company. Um, the big thing to think about is where are your users and then where are your competitors? Um, mm-hmm. A couple of big benefits we've seen with advertising on Bing and Yahoo, and I wouldn't necessarily recommend putting all of your eggs in that basket uh, right. to what Jaina said earlier, but... Um, but uh, we are seeing a couple of big benefits to Bing and Yahoo. One is there's generally fewer competitors, especially in niche markets. Um, so it's a good, there's a good chance you may be the only player looking for your audience, or one of only a couple, which means it's going to be less expensive than fighting with a dozen on Google.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: the second one is usually we see slightly different, different demographics. Uh, for example, I- I love my mom, but she uh, she uses Bing because it was the standard default installed on her computer, and right. she's never upgraded to Google Chrome or something yeah. else, so she will always use Bing um, <laughs> without even realizing that she's not looking at other options. So you do see a lot of that older demographic, uh, which is, to be honest, a little bit easier to in- get to interact with ads um, through search um, using those Bing and Yahoo searches more than the younger demographic. So it depends on your demographics um, and your competitors, but mm. I would say um, there are very few clients that I have where I would not um, not or say that there wouldn't be they wouldn't find success on on Bing or Yahoo
0: how easy is it to use like the Bing and Yahoo because I mean Google I mean they just they've been doing it for so long they have this really great system now just like with Facebook I go into Facebook ads manager and you look at Pinterest ads and I'm like oh my gosh Pinterest (laughs) ads has a lot of. no offense to Pinterest but you got a lot of work to do Pinterest yeah Um, how would that compare for a user going in and trying to place ads is it as simple as Google
1: um, yeah, so for anybody who's done um, advertising through Google uh, AdWords, which is soon to be Google Ads, um, they'll they'll find the interface is very similar. Okay. Um, it does look a lot the same. It has a lot of the same functionalities, a lot of the same reporting. Uh, and Bing actually has a function which allows you to um, download your campaigns from Google into mm-hmm. an Excel and then or in a CSV document and then upload them to Bing. And you can just upload your exact same campaign, a mirror of it, into Bing and Yahoo, run the same keywords, the same mm-hmm. ad text, and everything with really just a couple a couple acts. Yeah. Actions. They make it. Bing is trying to make it as simple as possible uh, right. for them to also um, be used mm-hmm. by Coffee those marketers who are Google. also using Google. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then as far as because with with social media, I utilize Google Analytics a lot, but not mm-hmm. so much the ad word side. So how does this tie in with Google Analytics? Does it tie in together? What does that look like?
1: That's a really great question. So um, yes, it does. Uh, so when we're talking about Bing and Yahoo, they can we can still uh, have that tie into Analytics. We we'd use uh, uh, UTM codes um. mm-hmm. But uh,
0: do you want to explain what a UTM co- code is? Yeah, so, <laughs> I didn't know about it till like two years ago, and I was like, "What?" Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's a universal tag manager code. So um, analytics when when you click on a link, if you go on you know a, a Facebook or somewhere, uh, click on an ad, mm-hmm. you'll see in your URL it'll be say it's a uh, Barnes and Noble. You it'll be BarnesandNoble.com forward slash Harry Potter. I'm a big Harry Potter fan. So um, <laughs> then <laughs> after that, you'll actually see a little question mark, and then there will be a slew of other pieces of. information. Information. that those other pieces of information can identify a campaign type where you came from um, and then all you know other other piece of information that will get automatically passed to um, to your analytics account so it's very simple to set up UTM links and you mm-hmm. can even just Google um, yeah UTM generator yeah um, and then it allows you to organize your campaigns no matter where the the content comes from so um, that's something you can do with Bing as far as the Google changes for analytics. Yeah. There's there's gonna be a lot there under the Analytics 360. Yep. Um, really the the interface is gonna change a little bit, um, and you should have more powerful reporting capabilities. Uh, the other big thing that they're promising, which I'm not sure about yet, something that we've we've yet to see really be successful from Google is they are promising um, easier to understand reports and insights provided by Google. Mm-hmm. Um, in the past, they've done those insights, but I've found them maybe effective 50% of the time. It's one of those where they're sometimes they're a little bit too genetic. Too generic where they don't take into account human factors um, mm-hmm. so we'll see if that um, if that kind of gets changed with these these um, yeah it sounds changes. like
2: just from what I've read and, and heard from these changes that they're really wanting to make it a lot easier for people mm-hmm. because right now looking at a report and trying to figure out and analyze those insights is not the easiest um, so definitely going into that uh, mm-hmm. for sure is something that'll be happening.
1: Yeah, a lot of people, will they, they see the numbers, but understanding them and understanding business right. decisions based off the numbers is
2: a whole different ballgame. Yeah,
1: that, that's why we have a job, in my yep. opinion.
0: <laughs> yeah, dissecting all that data that they give us. Mm-hmm. So another update that I got a couple days ago, and again, Google, thanks for all these changes. So it's perfect podcast material, <laughs> Um, is that anyone who's ever used the Google URL shortener, which we tend to use a lot in our social media content, mm-hmm. uh, they are now going to be transitioning that over to Bitly Yep. And if you're not familiar with Bitly, Bitly's been around but been around for for a while. Yeah, a while. yeah a while. Um, I think I used that probably back in the day too, like well, back in the day, six years ago. Um, <laughs> and what Bitly links do is that you plug in your link into, you go to bitly.com, you plug it in, and then it essentially shortens the link. So you don't have to have those long, crazy, long tail um, searches when you're posting links on social. So what are your guys' thoughts on this? Why do you think this is happening? Um that's a good
1: question. why? Why? So, um <laughs> Uh, Google uh, link shortener is something that I've actually used for a long time, and I was really disappointed that they they made it. I know, some I was different. like,
0: what? What's going to. on? I'm
2: like, what's, yeah, what's happening? Well, and the reason <laughs> that
0: we had started talking about it on the social team was because we noticed some of their Google shortener links weren't working. Yep. They were mm. going to dead pages, and mm. we're like, well, was it a mistake on our end? And we would check, and it's like, nope, right. something's going on with it, and that's why mm. we did a little more research.
1: Yep, and Google uh, did, they have been saying that that specifically shouldn't happen. <laughs> um, they've, they've been saying that even <laughs> once they remove the, the link shortener, um, any previously created links should continue to redirect um that said i i agree with you i've seen some of that too where mm-hmm. um that that promise might not be kept so i might if i were if i had those in say old blog posts or i had sent them out in an email um i might want to go back and just kind of double check yeah. if you go to goo.gl if you have an account there you can see mm-hmm. all the old links that you've created mm-hmm. uh, i was having some fun doing that the other day i saw some links from oh my gosh, years know, ago right? to, like random things
2: i've done that it's yeah it's funny
1: yep yep um but it is something where, uh, really, Bitly um, had cornered the market on Google or on link shortening. To be honest, Bitly really had uh, because they had brought in a lot of uh, um, analytic uh, reporting abilities mm-hmm. to go along with it that Google link shortener didn't have early on. So, uh, to be honest, uh, Bitly got that early early lead, and they never really let go of it. Um, it was just uh, kind of Google heads like me that. Mm -hmm. I've been hanging on to the the other side of that.
2: With that, though, nothing's changing with UTM codes or anything like that. That all remains the same with every Mm -hmm. update that's been happening. Okay, cool. So, and yeah, and and if you're listening and you're wondering, well, what's the benefit of a UTM code for me? Why do I care? It's kind of nice because again, you know that testing, and Mm -hmm. maybe you do, maybe you did hire somebody to run some ads for you, or they're on, you know, doing your social media, and then you're trying to do it yourself. You can kind of compare and contrast of. Mm what that um, specific UTM code, you know, looks like in your Google Analytics and you can really compare. So that's the benefit there, going back to just that topic. Um, but mm-hmm. it sounds like that nothing's changing there. So continue to use those. You bet,
1: you bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing's changing there. And I don't see that being something that Google changes unless mm-hmm. the internet changes drastically um, right UTM codes are something they've been using for years and years and it is a very effective way for yep. you to um, parse information in, in analytics being able to see um, what traffic came from what source um, and even down to the campaign from those sources or whatnot uh, is extremely uh, beneficial information and can uh, really imperative for understanding what channels are bringing you the best ROI I don't see I don't see Google changing that uh, it's one of their most successful tools and they have other competitors encouraging people to use them right. which is which is a big piece when you have bing using utm codes to try and integrate yes. with analytics that's, that's a win a for google no, it's,
0: mm-hmm. 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 so i um, just kind of wrapping everything up because we talked about a lot of different topics today what are some just takeaway points that you would give people who are you know just kind of rolling mm-hmm. out with this new system um mm-hmm. is yeah. it essentially just kind of just watch tutorials and see what you can <laughs> do with it go and play yeah, around with it
2: yeah um for sure, I would say keep an eye on it. There's mm-hmm. always changes happening, um, and they'll just drop out of nowhere, yes. um, really. So keep an eye on it. Stay up to date. Subscribe to different blogs, or just mm-hmm. you know be in the know. You can't really um, you know just unplug from the digital realm if you're trying to really keep up with it. So keeping up, stay on top mm-hmm. of it, take a look when it does launch um, on July 24th and you mm-hmm. know, browse around or talk to your digital marketer who you're working with. And really, if you have questions, they'll probably be right there to help you answer, but we're all still kind of learning and mm-hmm. that's, that's the best advice I can give is we're always learning, we're always trying and testing. So yep. um, go for it and, and go test it, but um, don't be discouraged if you don't get it right away.
1: I, I couldn't agree more. I think the only thing I'd add to that is uh, is don't don't be too worried. The sky's not falling again. Yeah. You know this is this is okay. This is a common for Google to roll out changes, and in this case, uh, the majority of the changes are just kind of reorganizing what they already had, as well as um, adding a couple extra layers that you can play around with. So, um, to Gina's point, you know educate yourself. If you have a digital marketer who who's a friend or uh, that you work with, go ahead and um, Talk to them about it. Ask any questions. Heck, maybe we'll write a blog post about this or something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> no, there yeah. We go. Um, <laughs>
1: but, yeah, it's one of those things where uh, don't panic. Um, play around with it. And, yeah, there's a lot of great resources online. Google's releasing a lot of information about this. So go ahead and give yourself an hour and sit down and, and read about some of the changes.
0: For sure. But- With all the topics that we covered today, we have a list in our show notes um, on episode 47 at socialfeedpodcast.com slash EP47 that you can find everything that we talked about. Make sure to subscribe to the Social Feed Podcast with Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player to get a brand new episode delivered right to you every Wednesday. Thank you, Jaina, Sam, and as always, producer Pat for being on the show today. And we will see you guys all next week. Thanks.
1: Thanks. The Social Feed is a production of Hubbard Interactive with music provided by Minneapolis-based artist John Atwell.